Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hunger for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. This podcast is sponsored by Doctors of Waikiki, your local Hawaii Nissan dealers, and HMAA. This is Hawaii News Now, first at four. At first at four, windy conditions continue to cause damage and are expected to linger over the weekend. We have first alert team coverage. Chief Meteorologist Jen Robbins has a breakdown of what to expect in the forecast. But let's begin with Jolani Martinez live in Kalihi, rounding up severe weather around Honolulu. Jolani. Mark, the winds were strong today, especially in areas with tall buildings that it knocked down trees. Take a look at this video that we've got a, a tree falling in the Alawai area. Surveillance footage shows a section of a tree falling on top of a few cars just as another drives by. I was super, super strong. The fall happened right outside of Joe Lee's complex. I was in my office doing checking my emails and everything. All of a sudden I heard a really loud thump sound kind of got scared. It's crazy. The first time seeing kind of this kind of stuff, but I'm just glad that no one got hurt. The fall has some residents worried. I live in this building. My car is parked in front of another tree and that one looks sturdy, but I'm just a little bit worried. I don't want my car to be the next victim of a tree smashing. But uh, yeah, it's definitely scary to see something like that. Management of the property in which the trees belong to plan to cut them even more. We just recently trimmed this a couple weeks ago and I guess the wind's still strong. The powerful winds are keeping people on high alert. I mean I drive a 4Runner too and it's pretty high so when I drive it shakes my car and then I, I like jerk around so it's kind of scary. Over in the Kalihi area some drivers came across stoplights that weren't running properly. At the intersection of Nimitz Highway and Alakawa Street, the lights remained red. We have scattered outages, and um, they don't; those ones don't show up in, we have an internal system here, they don't show up as wind-related. Hawaiian Electric says the power lines blown down by the high winds on Kokea Street Thursday are repaired. But with the weather conditions expected to remain relatively the same throughout the weekend, Hiko is advising people who come across a downed power line to stay at least 30 feet away, never drive over one. If it ends up falling across your car, call 911 immediately. And if you need to get out, leave the car with both feet on the ground. Just jump from the car because we don't want you to be touching the car and the ground at the same time, that, that could be a problem. So if you have to leave a car with a power line on it, make sure you, you leap from the car and then shuffle your feet as you move away from the area to, to prevent shock. Hiko says they'll have extra crews out to restore power wherever it's needed this Super Bowl weekend. And if you are planning on gathering outdoors, Hiko says that people should make sure their tents, tarps, and chairs are secured properly. They've had instances where those items have blown into power lines, causing outages. Reporting live from Kalihi, Jolani Martinez, Hawaii News Now. Thank you very much, Jolani. We're told some board of water supply pumps are not working because of power outages. Nanakuli and Waianae are under a water conservation request. The board says the area is experiencing low water pressure and residents should only use water for essential needs. And strong winds forced the early closure of four O'ahu Botanical Gardens today. Foster, Lili'uokalani, Coco Crater, and Wahiawa all shut down this afternoon, but all are expected to reopen at normal operation hours tomorrow morning. And now for the latest on our first alert forecast, 
Let's check in with Jen. And we've been having these first alerts last couple of days because of the strong winds due in from that high pressure fan. That high pressure fan will continue to generate the strong trade winds. But notice the difference today, we are no longer under a high wind warning for the gathering place over metro areas, but we're still seeing that over Kohala and Waimea. Winds there coming in at 70 miles per hour for gusts. For the rest of us still remains that wind advisory and it's been expanded day after day. We are going to be seeing that uh, continue into tomorrow morning. On top of that, a gale warning in purple, and you can see the sustained wind still very strong, anywhere from 15 to 30 miles per hour, but it's the powerful gusts that have been damaging. We've been seeing gusts today up to even 35 to 40 miles per hour in many spots and some isolated areas up to 50 miles per hour. So strong gusts continues, and it's over those leeward neighborhoods downwind of the mountain. We're seeing the strongest of the winds, like places like Kalihi and you can see as it races down the mountainside it compresses and accelerates and down the slopes we're seeing about 45 mile per hour winds. The winds will back down ever so slightly this weekend. I'll take a closer look at that coming up soon. Sounds good Jen. A Hawaii resident under the age of 18 has died of influenza. This is the first pediatric flu death in the state in three years. DOH says the child was hospitalized but did not release any other details on the case. Doctors encourage everyone six months of age and older to get the flu vaccine. The city has issued a notice of violation after an illegal shooting range was discovered on agricultural land in Waianae. Concerned neighbors called police after hearing shots being fired at a Hakimo Road property. Officials say the tenant has his gun instructor's permit, but it does not allow him to operate the illegal range. Coming up on Hawaii News Now at 5, we'll hear from neighbors who live near the property. U.S. officials say President Biden ordered the military to shoot down an unidentified object flying over Alaska today. As Willie James Inman reports, the incident comes nearly a week after American fighter jets shot down a suspected Chinese spy balloon. And Mark, President Biden was briefed late last night about an unidentified object flying some 40,000 feet in Alaskan airspace. And because of the threat posed to commercial air traffic, the decision was made to shoot that object down over U.S. territorial waters. Under orders from President Biden, the Pentagon says it shot down an unknown object Friday as it flew over Alaska's coast. Success. On February 9, North American Aerospace Defense Command detected an object on ground radar and further investigated and identified the object using fighter aircraft. The object was flying at an altitude of 40,000 feet and posed a reasonable threat to the safety of civilian flight. U.S. Northern Command is beginning recovery operations now. U.S. fighter jets fired a missile into a suspected Chinese spy balloon off the coast of South Carolina last weekend after it made a transcontinental flight across the United States. Officials described the latest object as being the size of a small car and say it was shot down over frozen territorial waters. Just like the Chinese balloon that captivated the nation's attention for days, today's shootdown of an object over U.S. territorial waters raises many questions. We're calling this an object? because that's the best description we have right now. Uh, we do not know who owns it, uh, whether it's a whether it's state owned or, or or corporate owned or privately owned. We just don't know. Defense officials first observed the object Thursday night as it flew over the northernmost part of Alaska. Fighter pilots who saw it up close determined it was unmanned. 
For now, it's unknown what the intention of the object was, and it's also unclear who or what country was piloting this object as well. But officials say they have sent a team to the area to collect the debris. And earlier today, when the president was asked about the situation in Alaska, he called it a success. At the White House, Willie James Inman, Hawaii News Now. Former Vice President Mike Pence at the center of two major investigations today. I'm Alice Barr in Washington. Coming up, the latest details on an FBI search of his home looking for classified documents and a subpoena trying to compel the former Vice President to testify in the Justice Department's January 6th investigation. And as we go to break, a look at the afternoon commute right now. Our first check on Friday rush hour takes us to Moanalua and Halava. A busy day on the roads, jam-packed approaching Aiea and the stadium. Stays this way till Pearl City, townbound, crowded from Middle Street to Punahou. More news after the break. This is ha pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hunger for some pizza now? Yeah. That's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. Hawaii News Now. This afternoon, Mayor Rick Blangiardi signed an anti-bullying measure into law. Councilmember Agi Tava first introduced Bill 52, which protects against cyber, physical, and verbal bullying. It also bans retaliation and sets up a system to provide intervention. Talba's daughter, who was bullied as a child, helped inspire the bill. This is an, a great and huge step forward for a bully-free community, something that Brave has been advocating for for years. And I really hope that families and children and students will feel safe in our community. The new law requires city agencies and departments to establish sanctions and remedies for bullying and retaliation, set up procedures for notification to parents, as well as referral to counseling services. Former Vice President Mike Pence is now the highest level person known to be subpoenaed as part of a probe into efforts to overturn the 2020 election. It comes as the FBI searched Pence's Indiana home today. Alice Barr has the latest. Mark, the subpoena for a former vice president is significant in a number of ways, and it could signal that the special counsel may be close to a decision on whether former President Trump should be indicted. Spotlight on former Vice President Mike Pence, now at the center of two major investigations on classified documents and January 6th. Jack Smith, the special counsel investigating former President Trump's efforts to overturn the 2020 election, issuing a subpoena to the former vice president. It signals that Jack Smith has entered an advanced stage. You do not subpoena the former vice president of the United States as your first witness. Prosecutors seeking evidence about critical meetings and phone calls surrounding January 6th and the former president's efforts to get Pence to reject the election results. They are looking for information that Pence singularly has. The former vice president has been outspoken in the past. I mean, the president's words were reckless. Mr. Pence declined to testify before the House January 6th committee, but a Justice Department subpoena in a criminal case holds a lot more legal weight. The former vice president is cooperating in a separate matter, agreeing to an FBI search of his Indiana home today that an advisor says yielded one more classified document. It comes after Mr. Pence reported last month his team had uncovered a small number of documents with classified markings in the home, saying at the time, Mistakes were made. 
And I take full responsibility. Like in the case of President Biden's classified material, the Pence FBI search did not require a warrant. By contrast, the FBI search of Mar-a-Lago came after former President Trump's team resisted repeated efforts to recover a trove of classified documents. Going back to the subpoena, it's possible that Mr. Pence and Mr. Trump will try to fight it with an executive privilege argument. And that's where legal analysts say this idea that only the former vice president can shed light on some of these critical conversations will be so important. In Washington, Alice Barr, Hawaii News Now. More news ahead, but first, look at the stories we're working on for the next half hour. Growing criticism against Ikaika Anderson ahead of his confirmation hearing to run the Department of Hawaiian Homelands. Daryl Hoff explains. Plus, the CDC says norovirus outbreaks are up significantly compared to last season, affecting millions of families. I'm Bradley Blackburn with more on the winter stomach bug that can be uncomfortable and dangerous. And here at home, we head to Mauna Kea Street and catch up with the family that's been running Cindy's Lace Shop for over six decades. Their story at 4.30. Jen has her full forecast around the corner. This podcast is sponsored by Doctors of Waikiki, Hawaii's best urgent care. Your local Hawaii Nissan dealers. And HMAA, we're passionate about your health. Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hungry for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha.